ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय क्वेश्चन वन इफ कृष्ण इज अ सेल्फ इन एवरी वन वाई डू पीपल कमिट सिंफुल डीड्स एंड सफर देर आफ्टर क्वेश्चन टू वाई शुड ही इवन अलाउ सच सिंस टू टेक प्लेस क्वेश्चन थ्री हाउ कैन वी स्टे वे फ्रॉम कमिटिंग रॉन्गफुल डीड्स प्लीज एक्सप्लेन इन डिटेल In order to answer the questions it would be necessary at the outset to understand the god concept as per vedanta and make it clear that according to vedanta krishna is not some theistic being separate from nature residing elsewhere but he is the personification of the eternal timeless beginningless and all pervading god principle known as brahman this is an extremely important point to be borne in mind so that the seeker comprehends the metaphor in the shlokas while studying the shrimad bhagavad gita now the main natural law on which all other laws stand is that of cause and effect or simply karma there are no beginnings or ends but a cyclical continuum of existence with different points or stages of which one point or stage is the effect of the previous one and at the same time the cause of the next one understanding and internalizing the teaching of krishna that it is your own karma your own inherent nature and your attitude that cause everything in your life can straight away free you from the feeling of victimhood that could make you think that it is an unkind god bad planets curses or black magic by those who do not like you or simply bad luck that could be the cause of the challenges you face in your life just remember cause and effect and you will come out of the non-productive and highly destructive mental feeling of being a victim take responsibility and you will feel empowered because you will realize that it is you and only you who could change things in your life how karma is transported between janmas or lifetimes has been briefly explained in shloka 1508 of the shrimad bhagavad gita I also have a separate video on this topic titled Transmigration of the Atman and the Transportation of Karma between Janmas. Shloka 1508 of the Shrimad Bhagavad Gita. Shariram yadavapnoti yachapyutkramatishwarah grihitvaitani samyati vayurgandhani vashayat. when the soul which is the master acquires a body it takes the mind and the five senses from the body it has left just as the wind takes different odors along with it pain and pleasure are not the results of punishments or rewards respectively given by a totalitarian tyrannical and egotistical theistic being called god but they are components in the process of learning and self development 
just as the number of processes that gold undergoes right from the time of its extraction from gold mines to refinement and finally to being created as fine jewelry, it can be said that a jivatma also goes through thousands and thousands of janmas in its process of karmic evolution in order to become fit for attaining Brahman and ending the cycle of its manifestations in countless perishable bodies that go through births and deaths. I suggest that you pay close attention to the shlokas that I quote because they not only back whatever I'm saying, but they are in fact the prime source of the Vedanta philosophy that I so passionately teach. Shloka 336 of the Srimad Bhagavad Gita. Arjuna said, what prompts a man to perform sinful deeds, O descendant of Prishni? Why does he commit such acts, even without desiring to do them, as if he were forced? Shloka 337 Sri Bhagavan Vacha Sri Bhagavan Krishna said, Lust and anger are born out of the material nature called Rajoguna, which is insatiable and prompts man to commit sin. You must know that this is the greatest enemy in a man's spiritual life. Shloka 338 just as a fire is covered by smoke, a mirror by dust, and the fetus by the womb, the living being is covered by lust. Shloka 339 Man's wisdom is covered by this permanent enemy, which is in the form of lust, and it is like a fire which cannot be satisfied. Now comes the shloka in which it has been explained how past karma shapes the attitude and actions in the new janma. In shloka 1861, Krishna says, Ishvara Sarva the Supreme Bhagavan dwells in the hearts of all beings, Arjuna, and in accordance to their respective karma, he directs the wanderings of all beings by his maya or illusive power as if they were mounted on a machine. The most important point to be noted and remembered here is that a person always has the choice of either performing a particular action or saying something or not doing it. You have the choice. Think, speak and act wisely. Shlokas 51 to 53 of the Srimad Bhagavad Gita 
the one with a pure intellect who controls his mind with determination relinquishes sense objects beginning with sound gives up attachment and hatred takes to solitude reduces food to just what is necessary has his speech body and mind completely under control has his mind always engaged in concentration and meditation takes refuge in dispassion abandons egoism false pride violence lust anger and possessiveness and becomes peaceful is a person who is fit to attain brahman or super consciousness in shloka 1863 krishna says ittite gnana makhyatam guhyat guhyataramaya I have taught you the secret wisdom which is deeper than all that is confidential and profound. Reflect fully on what I have declared to you and do what you wish to do. I could suggest a simple step which one could take before saying something or performing any action. it can greatly help in preventing the collection of unnecessary karma and in also settling past karma the step consists of two questions that you ask yourself question a what would happen if i said or did such and such a thing question b what would happen if i did not say or do such and such a thing by asking yourself the two questions above although your nature which is based on your past karmic impressions or samskaras might push you to say or do things sense will prevail upon you and you will make the right choice which would be most beneficial to you in your life as well as in the process of your karmic evolution krishna says in shloka 327 that it is the gunas that cause action prakriti kriyamanaani gunai karmani sarvasha ahankara vimudhatma karta hamiti manyate all actions are done by the three gunas or the qualities of nature but he whose mind is deluded by false ego and arrogance thinks i am the doer it means that the basic nature of a person is the one that leads them to say things or perform action that's been the case if a person works on improving their own fundamental nature and infuse it with noble thoughts it would be immensely helpful in preventing them from committing karma attracting unrighteous acts therefore it can be concluded that despite the karmic tendencies a person might have that could seem to compel him or her to commit an inappropriate act the choice of acting or refraining from acting or of performing righteous action always rests with that person the appropriateness of which would depend on how calm composed balanced free from emotions and 
virtuous their mind is. Shloka 264 but the person who controls his senses in spite of being with sense objects is free from both attachment and aversion. Such a person attains serenity of the mind and of the intellect. Master the art of mind management and the world will be yours. In case you haven't done it until now, please read and study the Srimad Bhagavad Gita. Please feel free to contact me should you need any help with the studying of the life-changing scripture. May peace reign in your heart, mind and soul. Stay blessed. Jai Shri Krishna.